This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 Money Pit. A money pit is presented by Quickcrete and Home Advisor. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we hope you're enjoying this beautiful summer weekend. We certainly are. Perhaps it's a little bit too warm to take on home improvement projects around the outside of your house. Maybe you're working inside or planning for some fall projects, which won't be too far ahead. Good time to start thinking about that. And no matter what you'd like to improve in your house, we are here to help you do just that. Give us a call right now at 888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. Between Leslie and I, we have uh, many, many, many years <laughs> of uh, using the tools, fixing things up, making them look a lot better. Often, uh, without spending a whole lot of money, we're here to help you get those projects done that you'd like to do around your house. As we like to say, do them once, do it right, and this way you won't have to do it again. Coming up on today's program, are you planning to put your home on the market soon? If so, we're going to talk about some key improvements that you might want to get done first to nail a quick sale at the highest possible price. And also ahead this hour, you know, between air conditioning, cooking, cleaning, and more laundry, summer is a season when we put a lot of demands on our electrical systems. Now, if your system is stressed out and you're thinking about whether to upgrade to a bigger electrical panel, we'll tell you how to know if that's really what you need in today's Pro Project Tip just ahead. Plus, has storage space always been tough to find in your home? We're going to have some simple organizing tips to help you use storage space that may be hiding in plain sight. But first, it's time for us to get to the phones. So give us a call right now. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit, presented by Home Advisor, where it's easy to find top-rated local home improvement pros for any home project. Go to HomeAdvisor.com. Let's get to it. Leslie, who's first? Barbara in South Dakota's on the line and having a problem with a renovated bathroom at her Money Pit. What's going on? We had our bathroom remodeled about three years ago, and Maybe six months after, we noticed that the tiles were kind of shifting a little bit when we'd walk in the most prominent places. And then uh, pretty soon the grout started coming out. And I was wondering, do we have to replace all of our tiles? Or is there something we can put in there that would move with the grout or or with the tiles? It's a heated floor. How is it heated, Barbara? Hydronic heat? Is it hot water heat under the floor? Or is it electric heat? What kind of heat is it? It's electric heat. Oh, I'm really sorry to hear that. You know, I mean, this was a this was a mistake that was made in the installation. Where that mistake was made, it's hard for us to tell. But there's no way that those tiles should be loosening up. And unfortunately, there's no really easy fix for this. The reason the grout is, is breaking up is because the tiles are loose. And as the tile loosens, the grout doesn't really have any structural integrity. Right, but isn't that the result of an uneven subfloor? Not always. And even if it was an uneven subfloor, Leslie... 
if these were installed right, they would be they there would be enough adhesive or base under them to stop them from wiggling. I think it's the base underneath that's not right. Yeah, so I guess you have two options, Barbara. One of which is for you to go ahead and do what you may already be doing, which is repairing them as you go. If you find that you have a loose tile, if it's loose enough to come up, you're just simply going to add some additional floor adhesive and press it back down again. Or you have to remove them, the whole floor, and replace them. But, of course, that's a big job because you'd have to also – you can't really save the, the heating coils that are underneath. You'll probably end up having to replace those as well. It's really hard when you have a bad tile job especially one that's overheating coils like that, to do anything short of replace it. It does not lend itself well to repair. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Sorry. I wish we had better news, Barbara, but thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. And that's why we call the show The Money Pit. <laughs> Stuart and Georgia, you've got The Money Pit. How can we help you today? Hey, well, I was calling to ask you about, though, I've got the uh, Stucco House. Okay. One of a kind here in East Atlanta. All right. <laughs> But uh, I'm noticing the, the small cracks and fracturing, nothing really serious, and specifically in the paint. And uh, so we had it painted about six years ago. They pressure washed it, did a really nice prime coat, and uh, then two top coats. It's about time to repaint it, I think. So the question is, uh, is about six years right on repainting, you know, so the, every six years, or is there a, uh, a better strategy so it will be more complete and, and protect my stucco? It feels a little light. Six years, you know, for an outside paint job seems like it, I'd rather see you try to get like eight to ten years out of it, but if it needs paint, it needs paint. Now, in terms of the cracks, is the stucco cracking or is it just the paint that's cracking? Uh, both. Okay, so for the stucco cracks, once you prime the surface and clean the old paint, before you repaint, reprime in this case, you're going to want to seal those. If they're very fine cracks, like uh, under a half inch in terms of width. Oh, yeah, they're small, very small. Uh, in width, in terms of width, like eighth inch, sixteenth inch. Okay, so you can use a, a crack sealant, and QuickCrete makes one that's designed for stucco repair that has kind of like a sanded sort of uh, feel to it. And it blends in with the stucco, and, and it's paintable. It's an acrylic formula. So okay. get some of the QuickCrete uh, stucco repair. It looks like caulk. It comes in a caulk-like tube. Designed specifically for stucco repair, though, because then you get that sanded formula, and it'll texture-wise kind of fit in with the rest of the, the stucco. But make sure you seal up all those cracks, because otherwise, if you get water in there, then it expands and, and causes additional havoc. You know, So just make sure you seal them up first and then repaint the place. Thanks a whole lot. I appreciate your help. Margaret in Virginia is next on the Money Pit. How can we help you, Margaret? I have uh, an old house, part of it built Civil War era. Okay. Uh, the floors in the oldest part are pine, and they're about two. The boards are about two and a half inches wide, and the newer part, the boards are, of the floor are oak, and they're more narrow. I want to know how to safely clean them and keep them protected. There's a product called Tree Wax, which is perfect for this particular application. It's made by uh, the Beaumont Company, and Tree Wax has been around for many, 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 many years. And it's actually a natural cleaner for hardwood floors. So you can find that at retailers across the country. You could find that online. But look for Tree Wax Natural Floor Cleaner. 
And it's going to enable you to clean those floors very thoroughly without damaging the wood. And that's what's critical because some of the floor products are not really designed for wood floors. Sometimes there's too much moisture in them. They don't evaporate well. And they leave too much moisture in the wood, and that causes the wood to swell or stain further. So look up tree wax. It's not expensive, and it works very well. Okay. So is this a put on and wipe off? Yes. Okay. That sounds good. Tree wax is spelled T-R-E-W-A-X. Okay. One E. Okay. Got it. All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT. We are here standing by to help you out with whatever it is you are working on 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. 888-666-3974. Just ahead, are you planning to put your home on the market? We're going to share some key improvements that should be done first to nail a quick sale in today's Building with Confidence tip presented by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans next. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get socked with allergens too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor, where you can find top-rated home service pros, compare prices, and book appointments online, all for free. Terry in Washington's on the line with a decking question. How can we help you with your project? Yes, I have a, an 11 by 12 foot deck um, on the back of my home, and I'd like to put some kind of a roof over it. I, I don't want something to keep the light out, but I, I don't want it real bright. Um, I've gotten five bids and five different ways that they thought it should be done, and okay. I'm thoroughly confused at this point. Um, okay, so what kinds of things are you considering, like awnings and that sort of thing? A pergola, no, awning? I, no, I don't want an awning. I want it to be permanent so that in the winter when it's raining, I can still go outside. Okay, and what has been the uh, the cost range of these uh, designs? 
I've had anything from seventeen hundred to uh, six thousand five hundred dollars. Mm, okay. Well, the problem here is that you have no way of comparing apples to apples because what you have is apples to oranges, and the reason you have apples to oranges is because there is a critical missing component of this project. A design and that, plan, and that's a design plan exactly. So. What I would recommend you do, since the appearance is very important to you, is this is the kind of small project that it would be worth hiring a designer or an architect to lay out for you. For the few hundred dollars it will cost you, you'll be able to make sure that this is exactly what you want to achieve with this space, Terry. The designer will work with you to choose the materials, to choose the size, the shape. And it may, Tom, it may have to be an architect because, you know, depending on what the village, town, county, you might need a variance. You might need special permits. It might be something that you need an architect to have approved specific drawings. I don't think you have to have a permit for this size. I think if it was one foot larger, we would have to have a permit. But let me give you one of the other key benefits of this, and that is that once you have the design done, then you can go back to those five contractors and say, this is what I want you to build. So you're not relying on them to design it. You're saying, this is what is going to be designed. Now you can give me a price to build it if you want to build it. And this way you'll have all five contractors bidding on the exact same project. And then I can compare apples to apples. Correct. Because currently you've okay. got each contractor just being like, well, this is what I think. And then the yeah. next exactly. one's like, and I but try I think to narrow this. them down, but, you know, so that they, so we're all on the same page, but it just doesn't seem to work. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, the other thing is if one of the contractors has given you, you know, I, I doubt there's drawings associated, but say one contractor has been like, oh, here's my sketch and here's what I'm thinking of doing. And, you know, you like what's been, uh, you know, presented. You can then use that. But, I mean, really, an architect, this is where they come in. This is their forte. They're going to help you determine materials. It really will be exactly what you want. That sounds wonderful. All right, Terry, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Well, if you're planning to sell your home, creating curb appeal is key to a quick sale. Today, however, curb appeal doesn't just mean looking good for a drive-by of a potential buyer. It means looking good online pretty much more often than everything else. And that's all the more reason that you should be taking steps to spruce up your home's first impression before it goes on the market. Now, landscaping is one of the easiest ways to make a good impression for not very much cost at all. I mean, just planting some colorful flowers and landscaping beds and, and grooming a lawn adding some greenery, adding some potted plants, it can create a very drastic transformation and a higher perceived value. Now, next, you want to check the exterior surfaces for wear and tear. If you spot some flaky paint, mold, moss, mildew, whatever that kind of stuff is, it's got to go. And while you're at it, you want to make sure that the service records are up to date on your heating, cooling, and any other systems in your home that need regular TLC. Now, you guys know that Tom was a home inspector for over 20 years, and he always talks about that you can tell if a home hasn't kept up those important systems by servicing them. And that, you know, starts buyers wondering what else in your home have you not been taking care of as well? So really take care of the things that you know about that you can take care of. That's absolutely right. And, you know, speaking of home inspection, the National Association of Realtors say 80% of today's potential home buyer searches, they start online. So what does that mean? It means you got to take good pictures. 
So if you don't have good pictures, they're never going to come to your front door. We talk about curb appeal, but I mean, picture appeal is even more important these days. So make sure you are taking excellent pictures. If you can't do it yourself, hire a pro. It's worth it. Choose a clear but overcast day. Sunny days are actually not great for pictures. Too many shadows. A little bit of overcast, perfect. Experiment with some different angles. Take many more pictures than you need. And this way, you and your realtor can pick out the best one to make sure your house looks absolutely perfect. And you get lots of folks that go from the screen to the curb to check it out in person. All right. And today's Building with Confidence tip has been brought to you by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. It's completely online. It reduces annoying and time-consuming paperwork, and it gives you a real, accurate, and personalized mortgage solution based on your unique financial situation with no hidden fees or hassles. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply. Understand fully. Mortgage confidently. Charlie in Tennessee is on the line and looking to do some renovating at his money pit. How can we help you today? I have a small kitchen that I'm trying to knock out the wall to increase space uh, uh, to make my kitchen and my dining room one big room. Uh, My dilemma is the fact that I don't know whether the wall that I'm knocking down is a low-bearing wall or not. Well, step away from the project and don't knock it down just yet. Um, okay, well, first of all, what kind of house do you have, Charlie? Is it a ranch? Is it a colonial? Describe it to us. It's um, it's a wood frame home. Okay, one story or two? One story. And the roof peaks in the middle, goes up from the front, goes up from the back, peaks in the middle? Kind of, it's L-shaped. Okay. And where the, where the wall would be would be pretty much right where the two meet. Yeah, so you're in the middle there. You're not quite sure. And the dining room and the kitchen are side by side. Is it um, is it aligned front to back on the house, or is it aligned end to end, so to speak? Uh, it's, it would be that that wall would be parallel for uh, the front to back. So it's aligned front to back. Okay, I would say that that in most cases that is a bearing wall. That it doesn't mean you're dead in the water. It just means it's a little more complicated for you to open this up, because. If it's a bearing wall, you have to support the structure while it's disassembled, and then you have to put a new beam in to carry that load in the new open plan design. It's not something that you would do yourself. It's not like, I don't want you to like, hey, I've never done home improvement, but today I'm thinking about tearing on a bearing wall. Bad idea, okay? So you need to know what you're doing or get some people to help you to know what you're doing or hire a pro and get a building permit. And basically the way it works is temporary walls are built on either side of the bearing wall, and this holds up the structure that they're supposed to be holding. Then the bearing wall is taken apart. Um, the bearing wall is reconstructed, but now you would use a girder, and it could be a wood girder, it could be a metal girder, it could be a combination wood and metal girder that goes the whole span. It could be a girder that um, sits below the ceiling, or it could be a girder that's actually flush with the ceiling, so when it's all done, it's it's invisible. But one way or the other, you'll need this beam to carry the load above that. And then once it's all put it back together, you know, you're really not going to know that it's there. But you just got to do it right so that you don't damage your house in the process, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Charlie. Good luck with that project. Now put the saw down, okay? <laughs> no problem. Thank you. I appreciate it. Charlotte in Arkansas, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? I was calling about my uh, patio concrete slab. It's a... Uh, Probably about 10 by 10, and it's got a crack all the way across it. How can I fix that? Is the crack wide, or is it narrow? What's it look like? Maybe an inch wide all the way across. So that's pretty wide. You're going to have to repair that with some material design for those wide cracks. Quick Creek, Q-U-I-K-R-E-T-E, has a number of products that are available to address that. Because it's such a wide crack, what you're going to want to do is press into that crack 
um, a foam rod called a backer rod. And it's like a foam tube that is squishy. And you push it into that crack. And so it sits about a quarter or a half inch below the surface. And then when you apply the sealant, it kind of floats over that. And this way, you won't be like filling up this deep hole with a lot of expensive caulk or other type of sealing compound. You're only going to fill up the space that's on top of that backer rod. And it'll lay nice in there and it won't move. And, and it'll basically keep the water from going in there. And that's what you want to do because the more water gets in there, the worse the crack's going to get, especially in the winter when it freezes and expands. So, but it's got grass and, and mud up in there right now. So I um, need to... You're going to want to clean that out. I would just get in there with like a screwdriver and maybe a shop vac and try to, you know, clean out that area as best you can. Press that backer rod in. And then when it's nice and clean, uh, you can put the sealant over that. Okay? All right. Thank you. Thanks so much for calling the Money Pit. Just ahead, between air conditioning, cooking, cleaning, and more laundry, summer is the season when we put a lot of demands on our electrical systems. Now, if your electrical system is stressed out and you're thinking about whether to upgrade to a bigger electrical panel, we'll tell you how to know if that's what you truly need in today's Pro Project Tip, presented by HomeAdvisor.com, next. Hey, 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 money. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by ADT. Introducing ATD Go, the new family mobile safety app and service. Get ATD Go with 24-7 emergency response and any ATD security system. Go to ATD.com to learn more today. With 36-month monitoring contract, early termination and installation fees apply. Certain markets excluded. Licenses available at ADT.com. 
making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. We'd love to talk with you about your home improvement projects. And Leslie, you've got a project going on right now. You're thinking about buying a new house. Man, there's a lot to do when uh, when you're going through that with your family, huh? Well, you know, it's interesting. I'm, I've always wanted to sort of move into a new house, something a little bit bigger. I really just want my own bathroom with two boys in the house and know, one right. bath that we share. <laughs> I know where yeah, things much, are going. But with two boys, you need your own bathroom. <laughs> I just want my own bathroom. I'm like, is that too much to ask? So I've been like, you know, I feel like for years now, I've been going and looking at houses and open houses and everybody's like, are you pre-approved? Are you pre-approved? Do you have this? Do you have that? And I'm like, no, I'm just looking. And no one would take me seriously. And I feel like I've missed out on a lot of homes that are just hitting the market because I wasn't prepared for that. So truly, I've gone, I've met with a mortgage broker, I have all my paperwork, I'm pre-approved. Now I'm like a for real serious adult here. Yes, I'm 43. And I'm like, look, I'm an adult. But I feel like now I'm like a real serious person who could be considered as a potential buyer. And now I know what it is that I'm looking for instead of randomly being like, this house is nice. You know, it's like, I know what I can afford. I know what I can pay monthly. I know what taxes I should max out on because those are not negotiable. They only go up. You know, there are things that now I'm prepared to look at and really, really understand what it is that I can and cannot do. And truly, that that bathroom for me is just top of the list. Yeah, and that's a great example. I mean, if you set your goals out, you know what you want, you know what you don't want. First of all, it helps you process everything that you're seeing a lot more quickly because you'll know you know, uh, very quickly what you should actually be spending your time going to check out. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you see a house, you'll be able to have a, you know, a list to kind of see if it really, how much of what you're really looking for it meets. Because things that are in my price range either require so much work that I'm like, you know, what's the point of investing so much more money when I'm actually fine where I am and could potentially add a bath? Or is it something that like I can afford and works out, but there's just so many decor things that I don't like that I'm like, oh, right. now I'm just doing stuff to make it look good. You know, it's like there's so many things to keep in mind that you don't want yep. to set yourself up to fail financially. You really have to think about this stuff. Yeah. And, you know, you and I are the same on this. We, we find a house that isn't like set up right. The first thing we want to do is rip it all out. <laughs> of course. I mean, I saw a beautiful house that at some point they built this weird staircase. Like there must have been a perfect <laughs> staircase at this place. And they were just like, ooh, let's make it open and interesting railings. And I'm like, oh, well, that's got to go. Meanwhile, there's yep. nothing wrong with it. So why buy that house if you're investing? You wonder what people are thinking sometimes. <laughs> just a, a lot of times. All right. Well, if you've got a question about your home improvement project, maybe there is one element of your house you're not happy with and you want to change it. Give us a call. Let's talk about it. The number again, 888-MONEY-PIT. Let's get back to the phones. Janet in Arizona needs some help gardening. What can we do for you? I live in Sedona, Arizona, which is, and I live kind of up in a canyon area headed up towards Flagstaff here. And I have a really hard time getting any plants to grow around the very shady sides of my house in kind of border boxes and things like that. And I've tried a few different, you know, a few different things and just with no, not much luck. So I'm just wondering if you guys have any suggestions. What have you tried? I've tried um, kind of like coleuses, pansies. Um, right now I do actually have um, something called a stilby that's kind of mm-hmm. working there. We tried um, hostas? Hostas? I don't think I'd try hostas. What about a copper plant? Have you ever seen a copper plant? They're very beautiful. They're like sort of a greenish red, orange kind of a plant with big leaves. Oh, nice. No, I haven't heard of that one. Mm-hmm. I can look for that. Yeah. That would be great. You said you tried. What about begonias? 
That's a good shade um, flower. I think I've tried those in my hanging baskets, and mm-hmm. they don't do well either. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. some of this is going to be trial and error. You know, I know that Home Depot has a new garden club that they're doing now um, out of the local stores, and they've got some real experts that are associated with that. So that yeah. might be a good place, or just, you know, go to a local nursery and see what they recommend. Yeah. Okay. But those are the we'll typical do. shade plants that we would put in desert locations. I mean, I yeah. use hosta all across the country whenever there's shade, and they come back. They're very hardy. It's a perennial, so it'll come back season yeah. after season if you're able to. Um, okay. And they really, you know, they thrive in the shade. And there's a ton of different varieties of hosta, so you can find them uh-huh. in, you know, sort of variegated from like a yellow and green, a green and white, you know, different tones right. on the greens. So there's right. probably one that you like. And occasionally, the ones that I have in like my super shady areas almost never flower. The ones that get like partial mm-hmm. shade will get sort of like a long, wispy one stem with like a couple of like purple flowers right. on it. Right, um, but check right. them out because you really can't kill yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's a great suggestion. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. Well, between air conditioning, cooking, cleaning, and more laundry, summer is a season when we put a lot of demands on our electrical system. But if your system is stressed out and you're wondering whether you need to upgrade to a bigger panel, how do you really know if that's truly needed? We've got tips in today's Pro Project presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Now, first, you need to understand why a circuit breaker trips or why a fuse blows, however you want to say it. Every circuit in your home should be protected by a circuit breaker, and that circuit breaker's job is to make sure that the circuit only carries the amount of electricity that the wiring is rated for. For example, in most homes, a number 14 copper wire is used for lighting and outlets. That wiring is designed to carry 15 amps of electricity. Try and put more than that through, and that wire could heat up and cause a fire. That's exactly right. So the job of the circuit breaker, then, is to kind of monitor how much power is being pushed through, and to turn the circuit off if the circuit exceeds what the wiring is rated for. Now, if that happens a lot, it might just be that you need more circuits, not an entirely new electrical panel. As an example, I owned a home once where we had a window air conditioning unit, and we learned every summer that if we tried to plug in the vacuum in the same room when the air conditioning was running, it would blow the breaker. So the problem wasn't that we didn't have enough power in the house. It was just that we had too much on one circuit. So the solution was to have an electrician come in and install a new circuit just for the air conditioner, which, by the way, was a lot less expensive than replacing the panel, and we never tripped a breaker again. Yeah, I mean, that's really a great example of how all of that works and how those little changes could be potentially home-saving, life-saving, and just make everything run the way they're supposed to. And that's today's Pro Project. The Pro Project has been presented by HomeAdvisor.com. With HomeAdvisor, you can get matched with top-rated home service pros in your area, compare prices, read verified reviews, and book appointments online all for free. No matter the type of job, HomeAdvisor makes it fast and easy to hire the best local pros. Hey, are you tired of playing hide-and-seek when it comes time to find something that you need? Well, we're going to tell you how to find some hidden storage spaces in your home that may very well be hiding in plain sight next. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, 
but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. The Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Post your home improvement questions to the community page at moneypit.com or pick up the phone and call us right now at 1-888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor, the fast and easy way to find the right pro for any kind of home project, whether it's a small repair or a major remodel. Now we've got Jeff in Iowa on the line who is working on a bathroom plumbing problem. What's going on? Our house was built in 1978. Still had the same toilets in it as the day it was built. So we decided to upgrade to uh, new high-efficient toilets. We bought 1.28 per gallon flush toilets with a 10 flush rating. And uh, we our toilets sit back-to-back, basically. The master ba- bedroom has a toilet that sits just behind the toilet in the main bathroom. When you flush the toilet in the main bathroom, it sucks all the water out of the master bedroom toilet. But it doesn't do it the other way. Here's the problem. You've got a venting issue, and there's not enough air getting into the waistline that's probably feeding both toilets. And so as a result, when you flush one, you cause a draw on the other that pulls the water out. A lot easier to do when you have only one and a quarter gallons of water as opposed to maybe three or four gallons that you used to have with the older toilet. So you need to get a plumber in to look at this and figure out where the venting has gone wrong. You, there, there could be venting that also became obstructed. You could get rodents or animals that, that nest inside vents. But there's not, enough, there's not enough intake air getting into the plumbing system, and that's why you're getting this sort of suction problem. Whenever you have this condition or if you get – sometimes you get a gurgling when you flush or when you run sinks and, and water goes down, is because there's not enough air getting into the plumbing system, and that's going to be what will solve this for you. Okay, Jeff? All right. Thank you very much. Well, if storage space is always difficult to find in your home, you may be surprised how much space you could pick up by using vertical storage. And this is also one of the best ways that you can make your small rooms feel a lot bigger than they actually are. Yeah, you know, very often we're quick to set up storage units that sit on our floors and then take up a lot of space, or we simply opt for buying another dresser to set up in that room because we've got too much stuff, right? Well, instead of adding more things and more furniture to your rooms, take advantage of storing things vertically. For example, you can purchase a wire-styled hanging fruit basket and hang it up and use that to store socks, scarves, hats, clutches, purses, whatever those small things are in your closet or if you're so lucky to have a dressing room. Something like that will free up a lot of counter space and a lot of floor space. Now, another thing is an over-the-door shoe organizer. Those are fantastic for a lot of other things other than shoes. You can use them for storing cleaning supplies, 
Of course, shoes, office supplies, art supplies. I have one hanging on the back of my bathroom closet door that has the kids' bath toys in it, extra supplies, lots of things that they need to reach that I don't want them getting mixed up with the higher things in the bathroom cabinet. And don't forget, you can cut them shorter and put them in a, you know, an under sink cabinet. There's a lot of great things that you can do with those shoe organizers. Yeah, and you can also create more space in the kitchen by hanging your pots and pans up and also cutting boards, hang them right from the walls. And you could also add some of those heavy-duty magnetic strips to your kitchen to store your knives. This way you have really easy access. You don't have to have a big cutlery block taking up space on your countertop. So using some of that airspace, some of that vertical space is a great way to free up storage space in your house and really get rid of some of that clutter. Now I've got Larry from Arkansas on the line who's got a landlord running an extension cord from his home into Larry's place. This does not sound good. What is going on? The extension cord is plugged into our front porch and is connected to a light at an attached shed. And uh, the, the real problem is I'm thinking about putting a freezer in the shed and I strongly suspect that that's not enough, enough electrical support for a freezer. Probably not. And the thing is, extension cord is, is supposed to be a temporary solution, not a permanent solution. If you want to run power to another building, shed or not, uh, on the same property, it should be run properly, which is generally underground with cables that are rated for that, uh, that are tied into their own circuit with proper circuit protection. So this is uh, a shortcut, which I wouldn't recommend, and especially if you want to put an appliance out there. You know, freezers pull a lot of power when they when the compressor kicks on. So you kind of have this uh, voltage drop that happens when they first kick on um, because of the draw. And so I would suggest that if it's something you really want to do, you should think about um, having a circuit run there. That's really the best way to go. I will check into doing that. I was concerned. And rightfully so, Larry. Rightfully so. He's got the extension cord buried maybe a couple of inches someplace. Oh, he buried it? Yeah. Oh, man. That's really dangerous. No, because extension cords are meant to be air-cooled. Well, yeah, but they're they're certainly not designed to be underground that's a certain rating for wiring yeah yeah really dumb should definitely take that out larry okay good luck thanks so much for calling us at 888 money pit still ahead when your project list is bigger than your budget it's important to break down those tasks and then prioritize your to-do list find out which projects deliver the best return on investment after this is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit. Give us a call right now on the Money Pit's listener line at 888-MONEY-PIT presented by Home Advisor. You can get matched with top-rated home service pros in your area and compare prices, read verified reviews, and book appointments online all for free. No matter the type of job, Home Advisor makes it fast and easy to hire the best local pros. All right, speaking of pros, you've got two here, and we've got a post from John in Montana we're going to answer. We recently purchased a home that needs some TLC. We want to replace the aging furnace and water heater, but we also need to rip out carpeting and replace hardwood floors. Finally, one of the baths is in bad shape. How should I prioritize these projects? We want to have everything completed over the next two years. Right, I think that's a little more than TLC. <laughs> it's yeah, a seriously. Lot. Um, I would do mechanical systems first. So furnace and water heater first. So that they're working well and uh, reliable 
And then I would think about doing the bathroom next because that's a room that really adds a lot of value to the house and do the floors and the carpet when you can get to it. So that's the way I tackle it, John. Well, one fun kitchen project that can deliver a big impact and get done the single weekend is a new kitchen backsplash. Leslie's got some tips on how to do just that with tile and other materials in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Leslie? Yeah, you know, those kitchen backsplashes, they really do pull double duty. They protect the walls while also expressing your decorative style. And you can really use them to make a big statement or to just coordinate more quietly with your cabinets and your countertop. Now, here are some trends that we love that really put a fresh spin on a traditional backsplash. First of all, think about tiles. You know, you see them all the time. Well, why not install them in an interesting pattern? Horizontal subway tiles, that's pretty standard, but it's far from the only tile layout option. You can try a herringbone or a chevron pattern. Those are both super popular right now and not terribly difficult to install. Another popular choice right now is a backsplash of long, thin tiles arranged vertically. And you can sort of stagger them so you get an interesting tile pattern there. Now, you can also stick to one tile for the entire backsplash. Backsplashes with borders, accents tiles, or even those complicated mosaics, they're kind of falling out of favor right now, and minimalist one-tile designs are really on the rise. So why bother creating some sort of crazy pattern that you're going to lose once you get all your stuff on the counters? You can create a clean, simple, consistent tile look that's chic and uncluttered. You can also forget tile at all and go for a laminate. While unquestionably beautiful, tile can pose some cleaning challenges. You know, grout gets dirty and then gets discolored. So if you're looking for something that's really easy to install and super low maintenance, go with laminate. You can't beat it. It's super budget friendly as well. And there are so many options out there with laminates that you can get something that looks like an interesting marble or granite. I mean, truly lots of amazing choices, textures, colors. You'd be surprised how many laminate options there are out there and not a difficult project to do. Chalkboard paint, super fun, super easy to do for a backsplash. And you get to write down notes, grocery lists, recipes, all kinds of stuff to keep your family organized and keep that kitchen running smoothly. And then here's another idea. In some parts of your kitchen where you can, maybe it's above the sink, extend your backsplash all the way to the ceiling, especially if it's a tile or maybe a natural stone. It looks so fantastic when it runs from countertop to ceiling. Think about it. You'll see it online. You'll see it in magazines. It's gorgeous, but have some fun with your backsplashes and fun in a super clean and unique modern kind of way. That's where we're all at right now. Good tips. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. Hey, coming up next time on the program, everybody would like to save some water, right? But does it always mean giving up strong showers or having toilets that don't flush? We're going to have the lowdown on low-flow plumbing fixtures and let you know which ones really work on the next edition of The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.